What's up, Skull Brothers? Let's talk about something we all love to talk about, the Minnesota Vikings offensive line. Next. Welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. You can also follow me on Facebook, SkullWorld. Now make sure you click subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Tell me what you think, and that way you enter my contest. Now let's get started with that Minnesota Vikings offensive line. All right, folks. We're all eagerly waiting for the preseason to start, where we can start watching the video of the Hog Molly's going at it in the offensive line, the interior line of the Vikings, the Minnesota Moving Company 2022. Yes, let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings offensive line. Now, two guys that are just non-replaceable would be our left tackle and our right tackle. Christian Derrissaw, I have claimed to be a breakout candidate for 2022. And can you really be a breakout candidate offensive line? Sure you can. I think he makes a big jump from year one to year two because he already made a pretty big jump from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. And he can just be that much better. He's so athletic. Uh, he's a he's the man. He's going to be a big-time uh, player at left tackle. Now, a guy that could play left tackle himself, Brian O'Neill. He is everything you would want in the left tackle. He's nimble. He can... He, pass block, protect that blind side, but he's over in right tackle, and he's a damn good one. He made the Pro Bowl, and that's where he's going to stay as long as Christian Derrissaw is there, and there's no, you know, there's just no reason to move uh, O'Neal over to left tackle. The guy who I said we could have played a left tackle, uh, let me talk about next, uh, is Ezra Cleveland. We could have saved the money or saved the draft capital, went somewhere else, and just moved Ezra Cleveland to left tackle or O'Neal left tackle and Ezra Cleveland to right tackle and just kept that in place. Instead, I think we made the right decision and drafted Christian Derrissaw uh, two drafts ago, and I think that has just made us that much stronger. Now, Ezra Cleveland, I believe, is playing out of position. He might be too long to be a, a guard, and, but, however, he does it. He's very he's average, if not better. And he's improving. He has the physical ability and the mobility to play in this offense. So Ezra Cleveland, left guard, you can't do um, – we're not going to do much better than that right now. Uh, I, I really have hopes for Ezra Cleveland. I do believe he's a tackle in this league. But, hey, he's doing a heck of a good job at left guard. And I think he'll make a, a bit better improvement from last year. Let's hope so. Now – now, I think it also helped that Derrissaw is going to be a better player, and then that that takes some pressure off for Ezra Cleveland. Now, right uh, – well, let's go with center. Garrett Bradbury, they have a lot of faith in Garrett Bradbury. He's a much better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. He has put on 10, 15 pounds to hopefully have a better anchor against that bull rush. It's at the – you know, up the – by the nose ta- – or by the nose guard position. And, uh, you know – Keem Hicks is out of out of the division, so that's good news. Garrett Bradbury, he's he's got another shot in his last one at center for the Minnesota Vikings. Hopefully, he uh, pays up. Now, 
right guard. Now, everybody's got this different. You got Jesse Davis or you got Chris Reed. I'm going with Chris Reed. He's a better player. He's just a better player. Now, Chris Reed has um, took some snaps at center only because the backup center that we had picked up as a free agent was out sick. So Chris Reed, I believe, is going to take right guard. Jesse Davis is going to be a, a decent backup for us. Hopefully he doesn't have to see the field. He wasn't that great at um, Miami. but um, he, And Jesse Davis has the ability to play out um, tackle, although he didn't do it very well. So let's hope that Jesse Davis is stays a backup, gets limited playing time, and Reed takes over that right guard position, thus taking pressure off Garrett Bradbury. I believe we have a much improved offensive line this year and a little better depth than we've had before. Outside of Jesse Davis, we um, we have Schlotman, who we got from Denver. He's going to be our backup center. If not, if not, Chris Reed, if we lose Bradbury and we have to move Chris Reed to center, and then someone can fill in that right guard position. So Schlotman at backup center for now. Now, if the scenario comes that we have to replace Bradbury and, and it's going to be Chris Reed, who can we play at guard? Well, you know, Oliudo is still there. I think he's out. I, I don't think he – I think he's – unless he – while I was in camp, he didn't, he's, he didn't even win a job back when someone got hurt this past season. I don't think he's going to – it's very unlikely he makes a team, I think. At least the – at least the at least the forty six game day roster, the fifty three, he may he may make, but I'm not, I'm not betting on it. Um, and the reason being is Wyatt Davis is getting a second chance to to impress these coaches. Uh, he had a training regime in the offseason. He's focused on it. I think they because of how high we drafted him, they're going to give him an opportunity. Now, outside of him. Uh, Ingram, you know, for some reason I'm looking at, uh, here we go. Uh, so Ingram at right guard who we drafted this year. I, I think that's a guy that's going to eventually take over that position. I, I, he's just got so much talent. We drafted him in the se- second round. Ed Ingram can be our right guard for the future or our left guard. It just depends on what happens. Things can happen. Now, so Wyatt Davis and Ingram can be looked at at right guard. Uh, Wyatt Davis, Chris Reed can be looked at center. Schlotman's there for now. I think he's just a, a, a depth piece. Schlotman could be a, on his way out to keep a, an Oliudo, but the guy is a dark horse for me, and I think he's going to establish himself as our swing tackle, either play left or right uh, tackle, is Vidarian Lowe. He's got all the physical abilities, long arms, the height, the size, the big hands, everything, the the leverage, the the balance, the mobility. He's got he's got everything. Uh, he does lack elite speed for the position, but he doesn't sh- game speed. He shows very good game speed. He shows a lot of good positioning. He is. A Darisaw, but he has uh, inch longer arms, inch longer hands, not as fast and athletic. But physical abilities are completely there, and he's got the drive. He's got two kids. He's married. He's uh, re- he was hungry. 
He's matured so much in college. But Darian Lowe, we picked late, is going to make that team. There's other guys, uh, Hinton, Sokol, Paris. Not not even going to worry about those guys. Oliodo, I'm thinking, is possibly out. Schlotman might be out. Someone might win a position. We may pick someone later when someone gets released from another team. But there you have it, folks. That That's our offensive line. I feel like it's improved from last year. I got a lot of hope for the future with a Ed Ingram and a Vidarian Lowe. Uh, gosh, Darisaw and O'Neal are booking tackles for years to come. I th- you know, hopefully, hopefully Bradbury at least shows out this year and, and improves his pass blocking. I expect big things for this offense this year, and it's going to in a lot to do with our improved offensive line. may not be a big jump, but it could be a pretty decent one to where, you know, we're running and passing Top five offense. That's what I, that's what I predict with this offense, and it has a lot to do with our improved offensive line. That's that's it for today. Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at Skull World at MN Sports Podcast on Facebook at Skull World. Click like, click subscribe, leave a comment below to enter my contest. Have a great day, Skull Vikings.